The heat is on for Minnesota this week, and heat waves are making news across the world. Hospitals in Phoenix are treating burn patients from sizzling pavement. Tourists in Greece are evacuating fire zones. So how can scientists gauge when heat events are normal and when they're turbocharged by climate change? Climate Central Chief Meteorologist Bernadette Woods-Plackey is here to talk about a tool she uses. Hey, Bernadette, welcome back to ClimateCast. Well, hello, and it's always great to connect. So I see Climate Central has developed this Climate Shift Index map. Tell us what it does. Climate Shift Index map is really a product of the advancement of attribution science. And climate attribution science is an aspect of climate science where we can go into individual weather events and assess the role of climate change within that event. We do it through a few different means. One is our knowledge of the science itself, the specific type of weather event. Two is we look at historical data and how that is compiled over time and trends within that. And the third is model data, tweaking different levels of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases in those models to see how likely or how much stronger an event could become with climate change. So when we put all of that together, we're able to really confidently move forward with the role climate change had within an individual event. Now, we have advanced so far scientifically that we can apply those same methodologies to daily temperatures. And that is what's packaged into the Climate Shift Index. And let's talk about that index, because I see the Twin Cities in Minnesota has a climate shift index of two for this week's heat event. Uh, What does that tell us? And tell us a little bit about that CSI scale. The CSI scale ranges from a minus five to a plus five. The pluses mean it's that much more likely with climate change. The minuses mean it's that much more rare that we're experiencing those kinds of events. And those do still happen, too, because we have weather. But more and more, we're seeing pluses. And in this case, for this individual weather event, two means it's two times more likely. So when we talk about the climate shift index, uh, how reliable do you think it is? I mean, what's the margin of error there? How should people use that and process that? Really, the best way to look at it is using it as a tool. And we have optimized to be on the conservative side. So when you go there and you play around with the tool and you can look at different parts of the country and different days and the highs or low temperatures, I'd have a high level of confidence that what we're seeing is verifying. I know at Climate Central, you work with a lot of uh, broadcast meteorologists, uh, among other groups. How much progress are you seeing on climate communication and the understanding and solutions that come from that? We really have come a long way. Where I think we still have a gap is in where we go from here. There's so much innovation going on right now that it is sometimes hard to keep up with. So as people understand that there is a human connection to what we're experiencing, we also have a human connection to where we go from here. And it's up to us. We have bent the longer term warming curve. It's just that the warming is still happening faster than our solutions are being implemented. Bernadette Woods-Plackey with Climate Central. Thanks again so much for sharing your work on ClimateCast today. Well, thanks for having me. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR News Chief Meteorologist Paul Hudner.